Previously on Dice Paper Roll. The remaining four awakened in the chamber neath the moat. They searched for clues of battle, but they couldn't find a jot. The ailing Brakai seemed to see some trees that were not there. The remaining three searched desperately for crevice, door or stair. Without his cloak, Elan was very conscious of the breeze. So no surprise, he was the first to sense the crack of their reprieve. Out a cave, top a hill, was where the four found themselves to be. With greenery and signs of life as far as the eye could see. When... With a flash, a falling star burst through this jungle scene and crashed to earth with shriek of bird and terrible debris. Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is book two, chapter two. We've got a show coming up at Adelaide Fringe Festival. Our dates are the 8th to the 16th of March, and we'll be there performing our show, A Bedtime Story with Dice Paper Roll. Head to our website if you are in Adelaide or you want to come along to a show because we are at the A Club and tickets are cheap. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, we've got the 1020 slot too, so it's going to be loose. Yeah, it's going to be lots of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should we tell them the concept? Uh, bedtime yeah. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, bedtime. we're going to be telling bedtime, bedtime stories. We're going to kind Fairy of... Fairy tale. Yeah, we're going to sort of take stuff that you probably mm. might have heard before. To- totally royalty-free, mm. no copyright yeah. issues. Uncopyrighted uh, yeah. material. And we're going to insert uh, the... F- Ourselves, five, yeah, them. and hopefully some guests as well through the season. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. If you're in Adelaide, come down to the A Club at 10:20 p.m. between the 8th and 16th of March, 2019. Um, yeah, we're going to be it. we're going to be gallivanting around Fringe too. So yeah. if you're around, yeah, hit sure. us up uh, on social media and we'll catch up. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it. My name is Emil, and I play Brakai, the Goliath Barbarian, who's feeling a bit under the weather right now, and after just what's just happened. My name's Greg. I'm playing Aelan, Aaron, Aeon, an Aesimar, Sorcerer of Helm, um, who's feeling sad inside, but unwilling to reveal it. And I'm Dan. I'm playing Thundor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest, and he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Fine. He's fine. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, in denial, also could be another one. But no, anyway. he's fine. Uh, I'm Ben. I play Snatch, the halfling rogue, who is uh, probably mostly hungry and um, sad and despondent. And I'm also the dungeon master, who is those sad things as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, guys, I don't think we need any more commentary on how the religious characters are bearing their emotions. Okay, let's move on. On their right. sleeves. So, um, let's kick off. We left the last game. You just emerged onto a rocky ledge, kind of high up. Not super high up, but enough to see that Greymead is nowhere in sight. You saw a meteor shower raining down upon the earth and uh, one very bright meteor in the distance crashed into the ground and sent birds flying everywhere. What do you do? Is there any wood around that we can use to build a fire? Roll a perception check. I will. Ten. Ten. Oh, no. Turn that upside down. Seven. <laughs> I don't even know uh, how a ten a upside down is a, a six, seven. Oh, possible. okay, right. Okay. Uh, you forage around and you find a, a no fucking wood. There is. It, you are in a cave uh, on the side of a kind of mountain or, or side of a hillside. No trees. Oh, strange. There's no trees in this cave. <laughs> yeah, Brackeye was having that issue earlier. Um, all right. Well, okay. What what we need to do is we need to look after Brackeye. So maybe we should pull him into the cave more. I'll wrap him in my cloak, and then maybe I'll go venturing down the mountainside and see if I can try and grab us some firewood or something like that. As you're speaking, Alan starts undoing his cloak wrapped around him. 
No, there's 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 no no need to do that. I've got a full length cloak that's um as, oh, as right. you do yeah, it sorry. disintegrates from <gasps> like it was barely holding together. No because it was burnt and scorched. And same with yours as well, actually, Thandor. Yours got burnt pretty badly uh, in the final confrontation of book one. So you you just wrap a bunch of charcoal around Brackeye, basically. But you know, so thought the count. How, how about you, Snatch? Have you got a cloak going on there that um, maybe isn't so scorched? Yeah, you're you're hairy. You don't need so many layers. Well, yeah, Too small I'm... for me. Plus, I wouldn't go climbing down mountains in that armor. Says Brackeye to Fandor. Oh, that's a good point. Mm, that's some good thinking. Mm. Sorry, I didn't do snatch. No, no, you just said exactly what I was going to say. I'm small and it wouldn't fit you, and 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 I'm I'm, I'm cold. I'm oh. cold, and he wraps it around himself as if he's cold, but you can see the sweat dripping down his face. Aren't you a good climber, Snatch? Yeah, I yeah, I'm a, I've, I've boasted my efforts. What, what are you going to make me climb somewhere? Oh no, I was just saying, wouldn't you want to get some wood for your sick poor friend? Oh, don't. Braco walks towards the ledge, really kind of. No, 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 we'll stop you. Right, right. Yeah, Th- Thandor comes up and, like, uh, puts one arm around, like, your shoulders and does, like, the whole kind of quick wheel about sort of turning motion where you just, like, kind of, you're going off the ledge and then I just spin you back. Yeah, that's right, I'm going to go and get some wood. And Braco walks towards the cave as though it's the ledge and then goes to climb down and then kind of... Climbs himself into a horizontal position and just falls. <laughs> <laughs> climbs himself into a horizontal position. You heard. <laughs> you heard me, damn it. And that's exactly what it looks like. Picture that in your motherfucking mind's eye. You draw that, Jack. <laughs> yeah. uh, Does paper roll and, and you do the work. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Brackeye, utterly overcome with exhaustion, climbing yourself into your horizontal position. You fall fast asleep. Uh, the rest of you shivering. are left there. He, he is shivering and reluctantly Snatch walks over and throws the cloak over you. He's like, all right, well, I suppose we should go out and see what there is to see, right? How warm is it? It is muggy. Okay. It's quite humid. So I'm okay. You actually buck feel naked. almost buck naked. You feel really quite good you're still still warm oh so i've got a bit of cloak left you got a bit of cloak oh. just covering the important bits okay good yeah just so we don't have to go down that whole naked path again. Hole again yeah, yeah the sweat you. is just pouring down <laughs> you're Thandor's in full plate <laughs> he's in full plate armor like he is struggling uh but still trying to keep his his composure and trying to be a leader when he's not really a leader but he's doing his best god damn it it is hot. It is hot, but you are leading. Are you leading the way outside the, the cave mouth? Yeah. So as you guys get outside, you take a bit of a look around and you, you're you probably about the same height as maybe you were if you were on the top of, say, the Keep of Greymead, the walls with Lady Verisal, um, about the same height up. You look out over dense jungle and um, you sort of go, all right, where the fuck are we going to get wood? There's lots of trees down there. And you look down to your left and there is a pathway at the ledge. Continues down a path. Well, I I, I feel a bit nervous about leaving Brackeye on his own. Yeah. Do you want to stay here, do you, Aidan? So defenceless. Well, yeah. Come come on, Thandor. You help me? I I can't go alone. No, I'm just trying to think about this. Like, is there a way that we can try and... Can we make a splint or... Like, not a splint, what is it? A, oh, a, yeah, like a, a, a stretcher. A stretcher, that's the one. Yeah, it, you can... know what we need for that? Wood. Fuck. And and cloth. Yeah. We're short on cloth. I don't cloth have much of that either, and sorry. Wood. Yeah. Um, what if we piggyback him across uh, all three of us? Because you're the strong guy. Well, I'll take the feet. And Snatch could take the body and you take the head because you're already wearing heavy armor. Me? Lift Brackeye? Yeah. I'm not lifting anything. He's fast asleep. We're not waking him up anytime soon. How far does it seem down the path? Like, how long will it take us to get down the path? Yeah, how, how, how long are we looking at traveling? Oh, maybe get to some, half well, an hour? Maybe yeah, well, you've got the hour? choppy thing, so you, you, get the, you boys get the wood and I'll stay here and, you know, tend to Brackeye. I'll pat him down with a damp cloth. You don't have any cloth. It's a moist towelette. But yeah. 
Okay. All right. Look, I don't want to really check that out. So, um, <laughs> I don't want to litmus test that one. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. Well, Thandor starts making his way down the pathway, just trying to keep some keep an eye out for whatever would be like really long branches that would work as some kind of stretcher, as well as just uh, dry twigs and that kind of thing that would make for a fire. Great. Snatch joins you. You make your way down this rocky pathway and descend towards the level of the trees and there is wood everywhere. So, wow, Thanor, look at all this wood everywhere. I reckon we can probably take our pick. Wow, I'm pretty chipper for someone who's just lost (laughs) one of his best friends. Um... Yeah, right. Okay, well, no worries. Well, I'll start chopping some wood. What are you chopping with? My glaive. Okay, cool. <laughs> the that choppy thing. The oh, choppy yeah. thing. I wasn't sure if, if Phelan was meaning an axe when he said choppy thing, but anyway. I don't carry an axe. Don't be silly, Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> a little Snatch. snatch. You're so cute date. sometimes. Phelan <laughs> things from far away. Yeah. <laughs> snatch, oh my god. Phelan's <laughs> just sitting on the edge of the cliff, like legs dangling over, just kicking his heels. One hand, uh, one chin, chin resting in one hand, thinking about Snatch being such a silly little man. <laughs> As you're doing that, Aelan, you cast your eyes out over the landscape and you see a river flowing through the trees. You can see the telltale signs of a river and it actually occurs to you that the general shape of it looks somewhat familiar. Can I do a history check to see? Yeah, you can do an intelligence check. I'm adding zero. To six. Smart guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something's just tickling in the back of your mm. mind that uh, looks familiar. The shapes. Very. Shapes. Really. Trees and mm, river. Trees. Meanwhile, down by the riverbank with his choppy thing, Thandor is chopping away at the trees and Snatch is sitting on a uh, log eating his last apple. Thandor is like. Hurry up, mate. Thandor's chopping at the wood, but he's like not really kind of trying to cut branches like he's just kind of hacking into the the different trees and like just not really kind of taking any kind of like oh that that looks like a good branch or anything like that he's just smashing trees and just trying to gather as much wood as he possibly can yeah you you grab enough firewood for a long rest it doesn't take you ages but um <laughs> you do do it angrily. Yeah, so, and yeah. after I'll snatch, it's like, uh, Thandor, Thandor, mate, you, um, I think you've got enough. You, you okay? You just trying to work a bit of anger out something? Huh? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got the firewood. Okay, buddy. Let's, uh, let's get the firewood and let's get back to those guys up, up top. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, ow! You don't have to punch me. That was it. Was a it was a friendly punch, man. Yeah, but uh, ow! It hurt. Oh yeah, I'm wearing a gauntlet. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, ow! Let's go. Okay. And you both trapes your way back up to the cave where Alan is sitting, looking over the edge, and uh, Brackeye, you dreaming of like neon-coloured T-Rexes that are like dancing in kaleidoscopic visions. Yeah, there's some pretty trippy dreams. Yeah, um, they got top hats and like and, and, and canes and some of them do the cha cha and kick ball change and kind of <laughs> <laughs> As you come back, Alan gets up wiping his face and greets you with a smile. Oh wood! Great! We got it, we got it. Thandor starts going straight to trying to start a fire. Yeah, so so you guys are wanting to rest, right? So you just make a small pile. Brackeye's ahead of you there. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Brackeye is well and truly. <laughs> Thandor makes a small pile of wood and very meticulously and carefully piles it in a little sort of pyramid of smaller bits of kindling and then Alan just goes... And... Uh, Fireball? Uh, fireball in the cave? Not fireball. I firebolt. Don't third, yeah, firebolt. I think you mean firebolt. Yeah, you send it a firebolt. If you say firebolt. It does, but um, and then you're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the yeah, it roars with fire and sets love, a light. I love the image of like of, of Thandor building the fire so carefully, getting the last bit of paper out, tearing it, like turning it into little bits that'll catch a light with his tinderbox, and then Alan just like, looks over. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's exactly what it is. And then very quickly, within about. 15, 20 minutes of this fire burning quite well. You are all very, very warm in this cave. It's still it's a large cave, but it's warm. It's hot and muggy, and now there's a fire going. It's not exactly cold. Thandor drags 
Brackeye closer to the fire and then takes his his helm off, sets it down beside him and just like kind of sits looking out at this strange and weird vista. Aelan lays down and just stares blankly at the wall. Snatch curls up and falls asleep. Brackeye, in spite of his proximity to the fire, shivers. And eight hours pass. It goes from kind of early morning to mid-afternoon and you awake and you feel somewhat refreshed. Thandor didn't sleep. Thandor didn't sleep? No. Why not? He just sat there, just looking out. Brackeye is dehydrated. He's feeling dry of mouth. Yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> and he's, he's feeling less fatigued, at least. And <sighs> Wow. So I've got anything to eat? Um, 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 I thought I had some... Nope. No. No. I'm pretty thirsty as well. We... we... Now that we're all rested, how, how? Oh, water. That's a, that's a thought. Maybe we should go find some. Yep. We can't <clears> stay <throat> up here all day. All right. Well, let's um. Go down to the river. Yeah. Let's let's water. start heading down to the river. There's something about that river. Hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Great. You grab your shit and you go, Brackeye. You are still feeling uh, a little bit weak now that you're awake, um, but you are certainly feeling better than you were. Your level of exhaustion has been removed. But you're still feeling, yeah, just like you've got a bit of a flu coming on or something. Um, and you're you're a little bit distracted by the weird-ass dreams that you're having in the middle of the day. But the four of you pick your way down the hillside and uh, the jungle stands before you. Tall trees, lush, verdant green everywhere. Creepers making their way up the trees and fronds everywhere. From deep within, the sounds of wildlife can be heard. Birds and chirps of monkeys and other appropriate jungle animals. We heard about places like these in the mountains. Never thought I'd see one, though. Yes, I read about this jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Don't worry about it, man. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I feel like I'm in a dream. Should we head towards the river? It's, um... Time to make a survival check. It's... Which way is it, Brackeye? Not good. Uh, <laughs> that's an aid on survival. Brackeye starts walking back up the pathway. Um, <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. Did you see a spring or something up there? My nose is telling me that back up here is the way to go. Just one second, mate. I'm just thinking maybe... Um, oh, shit. I got a seven on survival. All right. How confident are you feeling about which way you're going? I do not trust what Brackeye is thinking because he's um, sick and I just think that, it, yeah, he d he's not in the right state of mind. And I'm a leader, for God's sake. Yeah, great. So, so I'm like, <laughs> I say it's this way, okay? And you rolled a seven and I rolled on your survival. Yeah. Great. Thandor confidently leads the way into the depths of the jungle and his red-trimmed platinum plate... Silver plate? Mithril. 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 His, his red-trimmed mithril plate gleams in the sunlight and he pushes his way through some ferns and disappears I'm, I'm, under I'm the canopy. Chopping, I'm chopping ferns and vines and stuff out of the way with my glaive, like furiously just like cutting my way through it. Just like, this way, guys, I know it. He does seem very confident and he did roll the same. Well then, I say we follow. <sighs> well then. Come on, Brackeye, and Snatch grabs you by the knee, loincloth, I don't know. <laughs> the leg bow. The leg Lycan. bow. Come on, mate. And you make your way into the jungle, and uh, it becomes fairly clear after about 15 minutes that Thandor maybe doesn't know exactly where he's going. How far away is the river Thandor? Oh, it's just like, it's just past these trees. I'm telling you now, it's just past these trees. Okay. Brackeye makes another survival check. Go for it. He's seen all sorts of <laughs> shit and rolls a one. Five. It's definitely this way. I can smell water. It's this way. It's right over over that pit there. Brackeye points the other direction to the left. Not no, where I'm, I'm, going. I'm telling you, 
It's this way. Trust me on it. Okay? I got a 15. Uh, you actually do hear the sound of running water off to the way that you just pointed. Ah. And now that you all actually stop to listen, you hear it too. Yeah, I guess there's... Um... But you also hear something else. You hear grunts and sort of yells in the distance and what seems to sound a little like some kind of scuffle. That oh, sounds like a scuffle. No, I'm telling you, we got to go this way, guys. Brackard communicates in non-verbal language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you do your whole like hand signal thing again? He just cocks his eyebrows. Like, oh, uh, oh, like the rock. I get it. Oh. I get it, Brackard. Shut the fuck up. I'm picking up your non-verbal communication. I'm not. I have no idea what's going on. Brackard like stares at Snatch really intently. <laughs> <laughs> Snatch leans back really slowly, his eyes wide, and then looks to Thandor and shrugs. I don't know. All right, well, where's this river then? I'm saying it's this way. What, what, what's going on? Did you hear the grunts? Scuffle. Which? Did you hear the grunting? No, there, there was there was there was grunting. Yeah, the grunting. You heard it. Oh, I heard it too. Yeah. yeah. There was, which way did it come from? I don't know. Maybe I'll use my perception. I got a twelve. You can tell it's coming. <laughs> you can tell it's coming from slightly to the right. Uh, of the direction Thandor thought the water was coming from. Well, okay. Well, what do we want to do? do um, we, well, do you guys are fighters. You go first. <laughs> I think we should creep like cartoon style. Okay. Okay. Brago proceeds to creep like the Pink Panther. <laughs> like l- really lifting up the knees and going Big onto the, knees, the, the yeah. tiptoes, yeah. like hands like doubled over of, in his torso with yeah. hands up like Mr. Burns a bit. Yeah. Do we all do stealth checks then? Yeah, all all four of you do that. Um you roll a group stealth. <laughs> yep. Which is what, as long as half the people pass? Yep. Fourteen. Four. Four. Oh, no snatch. I don't weigh much. Snatched was a 19. Oh, well, that's half the people. So half the people did pass. Hey. Uh, hey. Hijinks ensue as you, <laughs> you comically creep your way through the jungle and you come across uh, what looks to be a fairly bloody battle scene. You see what appear to be several humans that lay motionless on the ground. And as you arrive, you see a lanky human painted all in white with like red and green patterns painted across its arms, thighs and face uh, and only garbed in very minimal um, sort of clothing around the chest and the, uh, the loins. And blood streams from several wounds as she fends off her attacker. Does Aelin look at the loincloth enviously? Yeah, that's a really nice loincloth. <laughs> how many how many loincloths are there on these dead bodies? Enough to make a loincloth suit. Well, there's <laughs> there's several humans that lay motionless on the ground, so you could certainly try it. But at the moment, there is uh, a, a female human that is fending off her attacker, which is this large... Uh, rubbery skinned green troll that just slashes at her with these huge sharp claws uh, and um, she tries to to um, fend off the blow with a spear but it deals her a savage blow sending her to one knee as she drops her spear Aelan, Brachai who's... Other tight fives heads poking out from a tree like <laughs> one on top of the other like the brain yeah. like, dun, 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 dun. yeah so the type four. Type four. The type five doesn't really work right now. Festive now, four. Now, uh, okay. Aylan, sorry, Aylan was holding up his, Greg oh, was holding she, up is, his dice. Is she lined up with the troll? Can I hit it with a lightning bolt? Uh, yeah, sure. She's not in the way. Yeah, great. I'll fire, I'll lean out from the tree and seeing the woman in danger, I'll um, fire a lightning bolt at the troll. So crackling energy roars down my arms and into my hands, which I clasp together and shoot out a beam of uh, electricity straight towards the the troll. Make great. a dexterity save. Dexterity of... Now, how do you know that He's she was? That's it. That's what i Like it's a troll. I've read about it in the Jungle Book. Um, jungle sixteen. Bells, jungle <laughs> <laughs> Roll your damage. 
You just rolled a lot of dice. A bunch of D6s. A big stack of D6s. A cornucopia of D6s! D6s. <laughs> 32 points of electricity damage. Jesus! Okay. The four of you are peering around a tree, cartoon style, and Alan, you, uh, your hand appears from behind as you reach behind and summon the magical energy, sending a lightning bolt flying through the air, and it cracks straight into the troll's face just as it is about to grab her head in its two large rubbery hands to twist her head off. And the electricity crackles all throughout its body and sends it flying backward into the trees, and it is not moving. She looks around in shock, uh, and you see a warrior's eyes as she is ready and alert, holding her spear, and she peers wide-eyed at the four of you and then stands in a battle stance holding her spear. I lean out from the tree and wave at her and, hello, and give her a winning smile. Ding! In your loincloth. Yeah. Yeah, good one. <laughs> her hair, she's wearing one too. Apparently it's cool here, okay? Her head tilts to one side and she she speaks at you in a language you don't understand. You know, you shouldn't assume, Aylan, that she even needed help. Well, he was going to twist her head off. It didn't look very friendly. Hello, yes. Um, you don't know anything about their customs. Uh, my name is... No, I don't. You're right. I interfered. Could have been some sort of, like, proving ceremony for, like, a rite of passage or something. Well, she was doing pretty well. Would you prefer to die? I mean... Up to her. Well, I guess I don't so. know. Maybe, maybe, like, I mean, the troll probably looks like he's probably more native to this area. Than, oh, yeah. Well, you know. She's looking He'll at probably regenerate. Though. Each of you as you speak, and her head is kind of going one to the other. And she clearly has no idea what you're saying and she's sort of looking at you warily and she slams the butt of her spear into the ground and says, Yes, it's a very nice spear. Um, Why pretend you know what she says? You don't know what she says. Do you speak her language? No, I don't. Well, then, you know, it's... I'm interpreting her non-verbal communication. Okay, Brackeye? That's a fair point. The body language. Yeah, well, all right. Um... Brekai, she's Brekai. I'm sheathing my sword. Look, look at me sheathe my sword. There we go. Brekai, I didn't sword. know you had it out, but Brekai sheathes his sword in a gesture of peace. Yeah. And then he does a body kind of energy kind of wave roll. through his arms, a body roll. Yeah. <laughs> and then shrugs. <laughs> You're popping and locking. I don't know. I panicked. <laughs> Brekai does the robot. <laughs> then he drops and does the worm. <laughs> Th- Thandor comes out from behind the tree, uh, plants his glaive in the ground, much like the way that she did, and then pounds one fist to his own chest in like a sign of warrior respect. I feel like that's cultural appropriation, just <laughs> quietly. Anyway, I'm trying to th- 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 assimilate, man. I'm just trying to tell her that it's okay. Yeah, shut up, Brack. I stop picking apart everything he's doing. Look, it seems to be working. And you look up, and she. The, the aggressiveness of her stance seems to have uh, lessened somewhat and she looks at the three of you and speaks at you again. Uh, this time her tone is a little less um, aggressive and <laughs> hence with the fucking less aggressive stance. <laughs> does she do any sort of dance move in response? No yeah, does she? Have to, just a thought. Just Brackeye's looking closely for anything that could be interpreted. She does. does she relax normal battle and engage in dance battle? She busts out the sprinkler. That's a good one. That's pretty, mm, oh, no, that's that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, um, Alan points at her wounds and sort of reaches hands out in, in a gesture to help and slowly begins to approach her. Sort of open arms in a peaceful, hands-up, defenseless gesture. Can you roll? Or maybe that's her. What checks would oppose there? Could um, I maybe do, like, persuasion at a disadvantage or something? Or yeah, no, yeah, yeah, do that. Do, do... Inside, that's the one. Do persuasion. Disadvantage or advantage? Um, or regular, vanilla? Just regular. Regular's fine. I'll roll an insight. 18. Yeah, she... She's calmed by what you're doing. She she looks down at her wounds and looks at you and kind of cocks her head to the side, seeing this other pasty being coming towards her. She says, you, 
I sort of reach out and as my hand touches her, I want to heal her wounds. So I want to cast Cure Wounds on her. Great. This glowing light suffuses your hand and passes into her being and it knits her wounds together. What did you get? I got an eight on a dice. On a D8? Yeah. Nice one. You see the wounds on her body uh, close up and she gasps and she looks at you wide-eyed and kind of falls to her knees and, and looks up at you. And she stands up and she gestures for you to follow and points at all of you as if follow, follow, follow. And she uh, starts taking steps into the jungle. See, I told you loincloths were in here. <laughs> you wait. Next is going to hand her a pamphlet about God and a bill. Yeah, I know. Too bad it's the wrong God. Anyways, let's go. You didn't hear that. You didn't You didn't get to hear that. You didn't hear that. That was a private conversation between Brackeye and Thandor. If it's a private conversation, have it in a private place, Thandor. You didn't hear it. <laughs> Where do you keep getting those pamphlets, by the way? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> they smell like shit. <laughs> oh, Christ. Now, speaking of those loincloths, uh, she has kind of turned away and starts uh, leading the way into the jungle, picking through sort of paths that are easier to tread. And both Thandor and Snatch and also Brackeye start following. Uh, Alan, you also start to follow, but you do notice the corpses of the other humans that were with her. Are they dressed similarly? Are they, yeah, are they, they dressed are dressed similarly? similarly. They're dressed in the same way, then I'm not going to take their clothes. Are you not? No. Does it cross your mind at all? It, it does, and then also the fact that they're dressed the same way as her and stealing clothes off the bodies of the dead um, of that are related to this person in a pinch is forgivable under my sort of God's thing, but right now, not suitable. Plus right. A loincloth a loincloth, am I right? Right, yeah. <laughs> and this one is rather fetching and has garnered me some attention so far. <laughs> Great. So you follow her and she uh, she continues for the next maybe hour to lead you deeper into the jungle and you hear the sounds of life all around you. The humidity and heat of the day continue to grow um, even into sort of the late afternoon and you stop by a stream and a small waterfall and are able to... Um, oh. God, finally, replenish. Finally. Just jump straight in. Pretty much, you all jump in. Oh, so uh, dirty. Thandor does not jump in in his plate mail. He is He just dips his feet in. Yeah, well, he's afraid of drowning, really. So, yeah. Black Eye's drinking and then Thandor's, Thandor's feet go in just upstream. <laughs> starts tasting kind of funny. He goes, oh, oh, oh. And then he like realises and moves Thandor. He goes, ah, Thandor. You almost kind of don't care, though. The water is amazing, and it replenishes you, and you feel much, much, much better. Um, just even the the temperature Fiji. of it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. The feety, the feety, feety taste. taste does wonders for the soul. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> soothing on those mosquito bites, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, you have been attacked, Alan. Especially you, for some reason. I love that ASMR taste. Yep, that ASMR blood. They probably get like like extra healing from the blood. I don't mm. know. Probably. Also, I glow, so probably. They're now fireflies. I'm covered in moths. Actually, don't need clothes. Uh, yes. Got a moth blanket. Kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> you just leave this like as I turn thin, thin layer of fluffy. dust. <laughs> yeah, I'm just covered in like, this grey moth film. dust. That's <laughs> <laughs> gross. That's gross. Uh, uh, she seems very eager to lead you onwards and you follow. Um, as as you continue to do so, you slowly hear the sound of drums drifting through the trees and uh, she whistles and you actually spot movement in some of the trees and you can see that there are other humans painted white and with different colours and patterns painted all over their bodies and then they pass whistles down the line and you hear a series of whistles um, head further into the distance. And the thickness of the jungle starts to give away here a bit and you can see that the trees have been cleared and there are crude huts here and there with trinkets hanging above the entryways. Um, skins of animals are stretched out outside each of the abodes. 
I see the tourism industry is well in operation. I just hope they've got some good food here. Something smells pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry. I am so hungry right now. Whatever those skins was covering. As you guys are having that conversation, a dozen or so of her tribe's folk arrive to help escort you. And you can see that there are children in the background gawking. And um, there's a leader of the newcomers that have come to escort you. The short, sinewy male. And he stands and looks at you all. And he has these piercings in his eyebrows. And a uh, one side of his head is completely shaved while the other side has long black hair braided in um, to a braid. Uh, and he stands and seems to demand something of you. Now remember, boys, when, you, when you're abroad and you get an accommodation, you never take the first option. Make sure you see another place first and then choose one from there, all right? Okay. All right. Okay. Good. Okay. Don't be afraid to negotiate. Good plan. Okay. Um, what do you want? Um, hello? Umpasi kudakatina pasunum nina. Yes, we, you all. we healed your tribe member. You're welcome. Two rooms, oh, three rooms uh, at some reasonable rate would be good. Uh, Maybe breakfast, a, if a you bath, got it. Um, definitely bath. dinner. Um, can you recommend a place for dancing? Um, mm-hmm. um, we would be very much obliged. And is the breakfast continental? Oh, singala. And he steps forward and... Roll an insight check, all of you. Twelve. Nine. Sixteen. Uh, Thandor, you're just really keen on some kind of resort, holiday, accommodation. Uh, you think you're in here, but both Brackeye and Alan, you pick up that maybe something's not quite right here and the tone of his gestures seem to be a little bit aggressive and you realise he actually seems to be asking you to relinquish your weapons. He's pointing at the many weapons on your person, Brackeye. Apologies, Garçon. Did not realise it was one of those kind of establishments. Brackeye removes his weapons. And you give them to them? Great. I would snatch them. What, 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 what's going on? We're, I think they want us to remove... It's a qua- well, it's a classy place, Snatch. Yeah, they want you to remove your weapons. I obviously they want to take my they want to take Betsy. That's what I call my glaive now. Okay, <laughs> how long is that? Just now. But yeah, I'm a little. I like uh, it. I'm a little bit tired. That's I like that you're trying new things. Yeah, I um, support you. Uh, thank you. Uh, so does Betsy. They want to. So why are we giving them our weapons? It's a classy place. You can't just be walking. It doesn't. It's it's a it's a fucking. It's in the woods. Just because it's in the woods doesn't mean it's not classy. Yeah, I've been to some lovely treetop resorts. You're just gonna hand over your weapons, are you, Snatch? Well, I don't know. Let me roll a d20 and see what Snatch actually thinks. Yep, no, I'm I'm happy to hand those over. (laughs) Rolled a a, didn't roll well. Yep, it's uh, here you go. And he takes out his hidden daggers and hands them over and puts them on a pile on the ground. If it means we get like more food or a softer bed or something, right I'm now I don't give it. a shit. Yep. Yeah, I'm really hungry. Okay. All right. All right. No worries. Well, if we all uh, end up in a pot, no worries. Uh, and now that's that's racial profiling right there. Yeah. Come on now. And uh, you know we're not defenseless. I I know I'm not defenseless either. But okay, no worries. Andor hands over Betsy. I'm playing with Betsy. Great. Well, we may, it may that. change at some other point. We've been playing with Betsy a fair bit too much. So you do that. <laughs> Betsy a lot late at night. I heard you last night. Oh. Yesterday, today, oh. while we were sleeping. Oh, no. Isn't that the name of a movie? While Creepy. While sleeping. Yeah, in that context. <laughs> I heard you yesterday, today, while we were sleeping. <laughs> yeah, Award-winning good, movie. Great film. Good lyric, though. Good it work. was real Oscar yeah. bait, though. Yeah. <laughs> Directed, anyway, directed by Bradley. So the leader of these uh, oncomers, uh, these newcomers, snaps his fingers and points forward. And one of the others comes forward and gathers your weapons up. And then he looks at you again and says, And someone else steps forward and they have these coils of rope. Oh, now, told you. know it was this sort of weekend. I told you. Okay, all right. Thandor. And the rest of them slowly start to circle around you. Thandor 
puts his hands behind his back and goes, Well, you guys wanted this. Now we're into it. All right, well, let's get this party started. Thank you very much. Okay. One of them flits up behind you and starts to um, bind your hands behind your back. I'm going to try and pull a Luke Skywalker here. I'm going to step into the center <laughs> and just hold up my hands in a really peaceful sort of open gesture. And Great. cast Beacon of Hope on myself. So... He's got all the I picture you more can. as C-3PO. Yeah, totally C-3PO. <laughs> <laughs> You're like C-3PO trying to talk to the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And he's all covered in silver from the moss. <laughs> so, and, and I start to glow with an inner vitality and light and, uh, as the power of the spell begins to glow from me. We, we don't mean you any harm. There's no need to tie us up. Yeah, great. As you start glowing, they all start murmuring amongst each other in awe and they drop to their knees, almost prostrate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Prostrate or prostrate? Prostrate. Prostrate. <laughs> prostrate. 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 <laughs> oh my God, that's the best end tag. <laughs> oh dear. Uh as you start glowing, they are all amazed by this power that seems to be uh, coursing through you and they drop to the ground in awe. Thando, your hands are still bound behind your back. Oh, well. I think that he's a he's whole... Uh, helm is... <laughs> You've been loving this. Oh, no, I'm really not. They all think he's a fucking god. This bullshit. Anyways. Please, free my friend and let's have a feast in my honour. They look at you and they have no idea what you're saying. Uh, the the leader sort of directs some of his companions again and points at both Brackeye and Snatch. Ooh, yada, jungle, do. And they uh, they come over to both Snatch and Brackeye, and they still want you to bind your hands. Not Alans, just the others. Um, I sort of want to wave my hands and shake my head and point at Brackeye and Thandor and Snatch. The leader looks at you and cocks his head and oh gotta and shakes shakes his head and gestures that they must have their hands bound is there anyone close to me uh they're anyone all like within five feet of me yeah can i step to a space where there isn't anyone within five feet of me uh yeah you can step probably more towards the center of the circle but you just yeah sidle up yeah i step into the center and cast word of radiance and say no and a burning radiance glows from me and like heat and radiant energy just bursts out of me in a, a bright flash which yeah, cool what does it actually do it does damage to anyone within five feet oh okay so you're just trying to show Dude, off now show a warning like that i don't want that Except for the one lizard that was kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pick that up and eat it immediately because I am very hungry. You bite the head off the scorched lizard and it is delicious. Oh. And um, one of the children over in the trees goes, <laughs> as you eat its pet. And uh, He's doing crappy tricks. This is bullshit. Yeah, the leader yells out a command word and suddenly more uh, armed folk come out of the trees and a few of them lift blowguns to their mouths and <laughs> and each of you feels a dart enter into your necks. I was about to cast light on myself, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, you can roll a, uh, a fortitude. They do fortitude in 5th edition? Constitution. constitution. You can roll a constitution save. 20! Oh, nice. Damn, Damn daddy. Mm. Wow. I look straight at the uh, the person who blew the dart at me, and my eyes just burn. Just like shooting daggers straight back at him. And I just go... Yeah, and a little bit of poison like leaks out from between the tuft of hair and your neck beard. Oh, God. Man, fuck. I've got to get rid of that shit. <laughs> so you still stand as, what did the rest of you guys get? 21. 21 total. He rolled a natural 20. Yeah. All right, you start to feel very woozy. Uh, you don't pass out completely, but your kind of your legs drop out from under you Ooh. a little bit. I stumbled down the water. Brackeye, what'd you get? 17. 17. You... You pass out. You land face first in the ground. Snatch. Snatch is also feeling woozy, but still remains conscious. Um, you guys get swarmed by 
these villagers. And oh, you are. Oh, they, bad call. They start leading you. Thandor. They swarm you and start to push you in towards the village. Thandor, we're not, we're not going to kill all these people, are we? I'm not going to kill them. Thandor goes, enough, and casts Sacred Flame. Down on a point where it's not going to actually take someone out. Yep, does Sacred Flame require somatic components? Doesn't really matter because I've got Warcaster, so I don't need somatic components. Wait, and tell me what Warcaster does. (laughs) Feet. New feet. So I got a new feat, which is Warcaster, which allows me to perform spells without need to do somatic um, movements. So I I can cast a spell holding a weapon or if my hands are tied. Great. So it's not tied to your weapon, which you, you willfully gave to them before. Fancy. Yeah, do you need the focus? Do you need your spell focus? Uh, there is no material components. It is nice. only verbal and somatic, which... Uh, so I said, enough. <laughs> <laughs> and enough is enough. So what are you casting? I'm casting Sacred Flame. So flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Another wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Which one? Do I choose the leader? Or the girl? Nah, not the girl. The girl's a good one. I cast it on on the the guy uh, that has tied us up. Um, Larry, the target. <laughs> Larry, not Larry. <laughs> Enough, Larry. Um, the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw, or take one d eight radiant damage. What's the dex? Uh, DC is fifteen. Yep. Roy damage. Yeah. Uh, so, Thandor yells out enough as the clouds part slightly and this flame comes raining down from the sky atop the uh, leader and oh he's actually quite lucky because I only rolled a one on the d8 which plus four is five points of radiant damage. Radiant damage rains down upon this guy and poor old Larry goes stumbling backwards, just swatting at his face and slapping himself in the face. <laughs> That's the worst fucking language <laughs> ever. But anyway, he goes stumbling backwards. He trips on a rock and falls backwards, smashing his head on another rock and a dark pool of blood. Oh, no. Oh, spreads out is, underneath him. He is it, not moving. W- would you say he's unconscious? I would say he's dead. Uh, can I go he's up dead. to him? I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to him and I'm gonna, like, kind of kneel beside him and try and touch him and I'm gonna cast spare the dying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> what does that do? Which if, is if he's making death saves. Yeah, uh, you touch a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. This spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Yeah, you've got to touch a living creature. He's dead. Oh, he doesn't even roll that. Da- oh, you, you, you no! shuffle oh, over Larry! <laughs> and lean down and start trying to, like, touch this unconscious. I didn't mean it, didn't mean it, didn't mean it. Oh, no. <laughs> take that oh, back. No. Takes take his back. Takes his back. No, takes his back. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, things don't go well. Uh, a bunch of the villagers close in on you and they butt you in the temple with their uh, the butt of their spears and you oh. see blackness. But I'm still good, right? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they hit you as well. Brackeye, everyone. That's, they got me with the dart. I was out. Oh, you were out, weren't you? That's yeah, right. so you don't see any of this. Oh, that's why you weren't doing anything. Hmm. Um, everyone, knocked unconscious. Oh, shit. <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> Just pissed off a- an already angry village. Maybe not my strongest point, but I'm sleep deprived, so hey. Hey, I, I thought we had them there with the light and show. I don't know. <coughs> the point is, we're all doing our best. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how shit that might be. <laughs> right. So, a short time later, you all come to and it is very late afternoon 
the sun's rays are disappearing over the treetops. And you come to in separate cages made of wood, but they seem to be very firmly tied. Uh, you are guarded by a couple of these white-painted, colourful-patterned warriors, each with different kind of crazy hairstyles. And you awaken in cages. Um, you've been brought into the middle of their village and there are crude huts all around you, but straight in front of you what you notice is like a small, squat, rectangular stone structure which is almost pyramid-like in shape. There are three different levels to it, each of which is maybe about five feet high and a few feet deep so that the top is a rectangular flat surface. There are steps carved down the centre of each side and you can see around you the villagers seem to be fearful but also excited and they keep casting their eyes toward the sky as you all come to and you notice that you're all bound, your hands are all bound behind you and in your vision you notice one human that is garbed in this leopard skin with piercings in every part of his face. There are ornaments of bone and colourful feathers hanging from him and he comes to inspect you all. Uh, you're awake. I lean forward and press my face against the bars of the cage. Hello! Um, is, uh, is this a party? I don't, I don't, this doesn't seem very friendly. I'm, I'm really sorry about the other guy. I, I was just trying to scare you a little, like, I just, I, you were being mean to me and I didn't want to, I didn't mean to kill him. I tried to save him, but it didn't work. I'm sorry. Rule one of apocalypse training. Don't get put in a cage by a pack of wild people in the jungle. Well, I asked you what your apocalypse plan was earlier and you never mentioned it, so... Hopefully it... this is a party pyramid down and, in the middle. And would you have said that when we woke up we've had a short rest or a long rest? Uh, I wouldn't call it particularly restful at all. Oh, I would call damn. it being knocked out. Uh, as you all talk, this uh, shaman of sorts uh, lifts his hand and yells out a guttural word and the captors next to each of your cages kind of poke you with spears and oh. draw a little bit of blood. Um, Brackeye, you are starting to feel very weak again and you're sort of shivering and sweats are racking your body a little bit. Um, drums are beating as the villagers seem to be preparing for some kind of ritual and fires are being lit as you were just talking to um, to your captors. I feel like they want us to listen to that shaman of sorts. Now he... Shaman of shorts? <laughs> he's, he's, wearing, he's wearing denim shorts with the pockets. <laughs> oh, and the leopard yeah. skin. Oh. Yeah, and the leopard shorts. skin. A leopard never changes <laughs> his shorts. And a leopard mesh vest. Yeah. 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 And uh, from inside the leopard mesh vest, he pulls a large ceremonial blood-stained blade out of it. And he looks at you and he says, God's angry. You feed. God's no more angry. And he walks up towards the top of the squat pyramid. And, um... Oh, wait, you speak common? Uh, look, we, we, we are friends of the gods. You don't want to anger, anger our gods. His one is particularly nasty. You don't want to anger him. Ooh. Both of your taunts and attempts to, uh... Can I do an intimidation check just for shits and gigs? Yeah, go for it. Go for a persuade as well. Sure. Oh shit, that was nice. That was 19, uh, 21. I got a 25 in total for persuasion. Wow. Um, you guys both feel. <laughs> They're pretty good taunts. They you know, are really good taunts. The only problem is they fall on deaf ears. You look up towards the shaman and you notice that the entire village have cast their eyes fearfully toward the sky in expectation and. You can't help but look up too as you see the moons rise above the treetops and there is a collective gasp. Many of the white painted humans throw themselves to the ground and they are terrified by what they see. You look up and you see in the sky a sight at once wondrous and shocking. Where there would be two moons, there is instead a great mess of debris and rock and huge different coloured fragments that look like they may have once formed two whole moons. 
The larger fragments of both moons have somehow coalesced together, their gravitational pull keeping them in orbit of each other somehow, and a great nimbus of light and dust surround it all, the exploding chunks of moon streaking outward behind it all, so that it somewhat gives off the impression of giant slash marks across the face of one of the moons. And even though they're fragmented and they are very much not what you are used to, the moon still shines bright. And through the carnage of the celestial bodies, the moon is still very much full. As the shaman starts chanting atop this pyramid, he takes his ceremonial dagger and slices it across his palm and Brachi, your back arches in pain. Your entire body spasms as every hair stands on end. Something stirs deep within you and a loud cracking and popping sound echoes across the village. Your skin tightens, chills rack your body followed immediately by intense sweats. You become aware of every single molecule of skin and you're not sure if your skin shrinks or if your bones grow bigger, but you feel a tearing, scalding sensation as thick, shaggy fur starts sprouting from every inch of your body and you lay on the ground convulsing wildly as you groan and grunt and cry out in pain. You can taste your own blood as your teeth lengthen and sharpen and gnash together. Your ears and nose elongate into that of a canine and suddenly your senses explode with awareness. You can smell the fear on the humans all around you. The smell of the blood dripping from the shaman's hands fills you with a bloodlust you've never known before. The sensation encompasses you fully and you lose yourself entirely to it. Everyone else? You witness this terrifying transformation of your friend before your very eyes. As Brachi's body is racked by convulsions, his limbs twist and crack as fur sprouts from his skin. Whatever belongings he has drop to the ground as you witness him transform into a ferocious and terrifying wolf with shaggy grey matted fur and, weirdly, what looks to be a green streak of lichen running from between his ears and down his spine. His eyes glow with a dull red ferocity and great globs of saliva drip from a razor-sharp maw that he lifts to the heavens and lets out a mournful but rage-filled howl. And that's where we're going to end the game. That's awesome. And that is chapter two. Book two, or book two, chapter two. It's the same thing, but a different way round. Ooh. Our next chapter instalment will be, uh, now it's an instalment and a chapter, and mm. I'm all over the shop, but it's on the 23rd of December. Um, go to our website, check out Adelaide Fringe. Uh, thanks, as always, to our Patreons, patrons, pa Patreon subscribers, our patrons, our delicious patrons. Mm. Uh, thanks, everyone. Nailed it. Nailed it. You. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that we're good. making Great. it really clear for everybody now. Yeah, yeah. I feel good about this it. New, we told them we'd bring them new stuff. We're bringing them book and chapter both ways. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit, but in a new package. <laughs> Here you go. Same turn. Different Ziploc bag. <laughs> Minus the art, though. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, don't worry. We're making up for the art with fancy titles. <laughs> Post-game chat. The loose five. The, the tight. A, a tight five. The tight, tight five. The tight five minutes with the... Tight five? Tight five. Tight five minus one. With the fishy four. Um, anyway. <laughs> Fervent. Still, still thinking of ideas. Feverish. What do you reckon, Emil? Facsimile. Four. Yeah. He's a wolf now. That's cool. Yeah, you're going to fuck some shit up, dude. I was... Trying to remember if he was in the cage alone. I think he was. He is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not for long. You know, fucking tear that shit up.
Yeah. I was thinking like closing shot, he slashes the cage and then bites the camera and it goes to black and credits. But then, <laughs> then he was on oh, a roll. Oh, we should so have done that. But he was on a roll. I didn't want to cramp it. It was real good. I mean, you know, pretty could, upset we couldn't persuade them to be cooler about things. I know. I thought, right? I thought, we were pulling out we did, all the stuff. Man, I thought we pulled out some pretty good... Like, I mean, me... F- Flame striking the guy, probably yeah. not the best. Killing Larry was probably the bit where. But we... I wouldn't have killed him. I didn't kill him. You, you didn't him technically, he but fell and hit his head on a yeah. rock. But... Yeah, but then he fell. That that's just God's plan. Yeah. Oh, right. Tempest's plan, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. Tempest just did the fire and the radiance. Like that was, you know. I was just trying to intimidate him. Are you saying there's another god more powerful than Tempest? Yeah. No, I wasn't Ayo. saying that. seems to be well, what you're yeah, saying. No, I mean, if it was God's is. plan, but Tempest's plan was the, just to hit him with a thing, is. and some, then you're implying that there's another god that is more I mean, powerful. There is one. Well, there is actually, yeah. Tell me more Tempest. about this god. This <laughs> AO, is it? It's like he's the like the creator of the It's like Zeus. Non, yeah. Yeah, he's like the, but, the head honcho. Do you have any reading material and said god? Uh, I've got some on Helm that can get you started. I think it's called like the... Player's Handbook? Yeah. You can try that one, Player's Handbook. Um, Dungeon Master's Yeah, but if he's an acolyte of that particular god, like from a DM's point of view, you might know that this god is more powerful than that god. But if he is of that, believes in that god, does he place other gods as like more powerful? Because if think about it. If you're someone who really believes in god, you know there's another god that's more powerful than Mm. your god. It's like, well... Why would I I believe in the shitty one? Yeah, but if you think of it like... like, Ancient Roman mm, pantheons, Egyptian, where Greek, or or yeah. Greek and Egyptian, where it's like, hey, I got the the god for wind, and I've got the god for wine and and partying, and I've got the god for war. Yeah, I'm a sailor. I'm the god of war. So you, so Thanos You're, believes in the god of war, but but it the was god a of different... wine and partying is way more powerful than him. Yeah, but it was a different <laughs> god's plan to to. Yeah, actually yeah. kill Larry. Kill him. That's that's like Zeus. He was the god of bad luck. How something. convenient. Yeah, well, or maybe yeah. maybe it was the god of bad luck. Thank you, Bashaba. Oh. Ah, should have oh. said that. Damn it. Missed Damn it. it. <laughs> Missed it. I forgot about it. It's I been several months. Don't yeah. worry. Well, anyway. That was, yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. I got to play a lot of it, different yeah, things with Yeah, got to try Vandor. a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was good. Oh, I, I was did good. want you guys, like, going back to being... You were pretty persuasive. It was like, yeah, I mean, accidentally killing someone, not not ideal. But, um... Well, I... It was going to be... That was under a certain DM's discretion. <laughs> well, look, if I... I mean, in my head, I was like, all right, I let these guys sit by and watch... Who's sacrifice? Brack eyes? Are you guys aren't going to sit back and watch? Yeah, no, that's mm. that's a good point. I had to subdue you somehow. Yeah, no, and it course. was getting on. It was getting on in the evening and the episode. And um, oh no, I understand the decision. Like, yeah, we've, we've yeah, 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 totally. To make it as a DM and and push forward. <laughs> I was just talking about my like all the spell casting. Oh yeah, and, hats off, and taunts. And yeah, stuff. exactly. We using using, well. using spells in a, in a different way. As opposed to like just cheap going, party tricks. Mm. Yeah, as I said, they were cool. cheap party tricks. Yeah, mm. wasn't expecting that. And I kind of like the whole like, ah, oh, this guy, fucking everyone's thinking that he's a god. Look at this is bullshit. You're nothing. Yeah. Well, you're not nothing. You're a good friend and everything. Yeah, thanks, but like, thanks dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you always know how to pick up my but, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. He's yeah. nothing. No, no, it's fine, man. Oh, okay, honey. Still a bit wounded for the loss of my friend. All right. Well, um. You can tune in to hear Danny and Greg bicker and argue about <laughs> Elvis Tempest. Tempest for six straight hours. <laughs> this, this arbitrary co- yeah. uh, argument about two fictional gods. Anyway. Yeah, tune in to our YouTube channel for our um, god battles. And, god uh, battles. Yeah. Between two gods. Yeah, um. our two-hour um, <laughs> YouTube video of just Daddy and I sitting in front of an oven talking about <laughs> Helmet Tempest. While Danny bakes his new oatmeal scones. Mm. I am not going to watch that. It's um, scrumptious. Well, I have a reaction video to it, so you can watch my reaction. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll watch that. <laughs> and you can have a reaction video to my reaction. Yeah, Whatever, yeah. Emil. You don't have social media accounts. Ooh, oh, bird, sick, bird. sick bird. Get Twitter. <laughs> I don't want Twitter. All right, man. I have Twitter, and I never use it, but I have it, so What's they the can no longer they use do, that. You do. Look, everybody tweet at Dice Paper Roll and ask Emil to get Twitter. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. If... 
if how many people will it take to do that to make you get it, Emil? And to make you stop yawning into the mic. This is my answer to both questions. Okay, good. Well, uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Um, don't forget, you can support us on patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll, share the podcast, and we will see you in two weeks' time. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, these chats will probably be on Patreon from now on, by the way. Because mm. they're, they're clearly... Worth awesome. money. Yeah, so <laughs> if, you see, if you think this is worth a dollar a month, uh, slide on up. <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's been go. <laughs> Uh, Bronze of the Hey, they're insightful. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. And where we get to talk about uh, it's us. Yeah. It's raw. It's it's That's honest. Right. Yeah. It's naked. Mm. It's wrapped in a moist towel. Can anyone do a good mosquito sound? Uh, I thought it could, might be a nice addition. Yours is a fly. Yeah, yours is definitely a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Surely we could. I thought we'd get a clip of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get a clip of it. That makes more sense. And like a jungle <laughs> chirp. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the Formula One. <laughs> oh, yeah, that fucking when one's in your ear when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the worst. Fuck you. Anyway, sorry. This is a thought. <laughs> and it bites your face. Good, good end tag, though. <laughs>